0: Hi, it's Saturday, May 21st. I'm in Los Angeles. This is show 32. Guess who? Welcome to the show. We call Transmit. This is Gummo, your host, coming to you live from Los Angeles. We are actually here for show number 32. Welcome. Glad that uh, you've arrived back here at the show. And uh, actually, I've arrived. Uh, Decided to... uh, Well, I... Where do I even begin? Let's see. Uh... This is the time of year where I take uh, trips around the country, around the world, meet people, shake some hands, talk to some people, learn a few new things. I try to get ahead of the uh, whole conference thing. Of course, I do like conferences and attending those things. But uh Oh, and we have a uh, conference notification coming up here uh, in the show. Uh, what am I doing out here? Well, uh, first of all, I wanted to uh, thank Lynn, uh, Steve, Ray, and uh, Joanne over here at uh, KISS FM for uh, loaning me <laughs> the studio. Uh, it's um, it's an experience. Boy, wow, I'm in a real radio station tonight. Uh, actually, it's uh, early in the morning. It's uh, 3 in the morning here, and... Um, Wow, I have never seen so much uh digital equipment in my life. Pales in comparison to uh the little ragtag setup we have at the Aeon building, but whatever. Uh it's good to be here and I certainly appreciate the invite. Uh and it is definitely good to be here in uh LA. Uh you know, I thought uh I th- I thought it would be much warmer out here. Then, uh, back in Chicago, but uh, that's really not the case. It's a- actually um, <laughs> the same. The weather is actually um, bite for bite, bit for bit, degree for degree the same uh, out here. Uh, but nevertheless, it's, um, it's good to be out here. It's uh, good to hang out. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to hanging out uh, with some uh, old friends and some new ones. I wanted to, uh, before I even kick the show off, I wanted to send, uh, it's been uh, quite a journey. I wanted to send a special uh, shout out to Tez, We on Films, Black Damage, all of those guys shooting a video for for us. Looking forward to that. Uh, When that's done, we'll have it up. We're, we're you know we're, we 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 me us we i <laughs> still uncertain about youtube as you can probably see we started a youtube channel uh when we kicked off the whole transmit thing and uh i don't know man uh personally i i, I really wasn't uh i don't like youtube i don't know why i mean i know you know there We'll we'll get X amount of listeners And blah 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 But I really think that uh, we have enough uh, Transparency And avenues to the show at this point So you can listen to us Or me We, us, I (laughs) Uh, Also a special shout out to Jet Hub Blue Star Jets You guys are amazing Thank you uh, the ride out here was uh amazing. Uh, we got on, we uh, you know, the, we uh got on the, the plane in uh Schomburg and landed uh out here in Van Nuys about uh two and a half hours ago. Uh, really nice uh plane, as I said, uh, very comfortable. Uh, and, uh, I really enjoy not having to, uh, stand in long lines. That was actually one of the things that I was dreading. I've been planning this trip, of course, uh, for quite a while. Uh, and of course I'll be in New York next Sunday doing the show. Uh, but it's nevertheless, it's, um, it was it was a nice uh, adventure so the the whole idea of flying commercially uh really never appeals to me uh and i've spoken with several colleagues and shared my insights and in how i feel about flying and traveling uh or traveling when it comes to flying actually uh and uh, i i prefer to fly on my own terms you know and uh, you know I, I get it you know when you're trying to save a buck or whatever reason you uh, have to fly uh, commercially Uh, you know I I definitely get it Uh, I've done my fair share of commercial flying you know the whole taking your shoes off at the scanner body scanner thing and having your um, personal belongings rummaged through You are uh, not allowed to carry this or bring that, or and then just the whole idea, you know, just getting on a plane. Uh, Well, you know, just going through what seems like the Gustavo checkpoints, being searched, frisked, patted down, and and I'm I'm trust me, I'm I'm totally about being safe in the skies, I really am, I'm all for that, but uh, I really choose, you know, if, if I have a choice, and I do, I choose not to go through that, uh, what, what word am I searching for here, uh, stressful situation. And it is, uh, no matter how how you want to look at it, it's stressful. Uh, I was uh, on my trusty Roku this past week uh, looking at uh, the local news and seeing reports of long lines at O'Hare and uh, what's the name of the other airport in Chicago? Midway, 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 that's it. And midway. And uh, it seems that the uh, Transportation Security Agency, aka the TSA, uh, does not seem to have enough staff in place at either of the two airports, thus uh, creating long delays. Or travelers weary travelers at that uh, and you know I don't know it's it's something that I, I saw and it yeah uh, you know, I I had already had my uh, plans set in place before I even left so thank God I didn't have to uh, go down that road or that terminal Either of the two actually uh, not to be not to be outdone. I have flown many times commercially out of both airports in, uh, back in Chicago, and I don't think I have ever had a pleasant experience in either one of them. Truly, truly, uh, an awful experience. Now, uh, it, depending on where you live and what you think of Chicago. Uh, it, it, it differs. Uh, you know, I've, I've met people back in, back in the city that, uh, you know, they just rave about the airports, uh, in Chicago, you know, like, uh, well, you know, there's nothing really wrong with it and blah, blah, blah. And again, it's just not my, uh, it's not my thing. You know, I'm, I'm getting up there in the years and I, I, I get frustrated, uh, quite easily when, I'm getting patted down in an airport. I have to remove my shoes. And and then, of course, uh, you run into the frustrated traveler who's either in front of you or behind you. And they always have something uh, fun and wonderful to say. <laughs> it's just... Uh, you know what can you do when you're in line with someone who has uh, who has missed their flight or has waited to the last minute to fly, and they are sitting there cursing, screaming at uh, various people, including you, if you're not uh, careful. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's uh, it's just something that I don't choose to do. If you know if. if if I have to travel, uh, sometimes I, you know, most, most of the time, actually, um, I do travel commercially and, uh, it, it, it's, it's something that I, I just do not, I like to do. I actually dread the experience. I can remember, um, in one instance, actually, when I flew to Jacksonville, Florida, uh, three or four years ago and I, um, my flight was, uh, early in the morning. And I figured, you know, I figured uh, what the hey, you know, uh, I'll, I will, uh, catch one of the first flights out of Midway and, um, you know, avoid the traffic or, and, and the crowds. Right. So I think it was like at four thirty in the morning. Uh, the flight actually was at around four thirty in the morning it was one of the as i said one of the first flights out of the uh midway and uh so i got to the airport around three thirty in the morning uh walked up to the counter and it it, it really it looked like the, the entire airport was empty uh i was like wow you know <laughs> this is the way to do it <laughs> right so uh walked up to the counter uh swiped my card did the whole e-ticket thing and um checked in my bag and it was it was nonetheless a pleasurable experience uh, uh, and then that's when uh reality started to set in Uh, i checked my bag in got my little ticket i was smiling you know it's our first thing in the morning Walked away from the counter, uh, walked um, quite some distance actually to the uh, TSA checkpoint in Midway. And what uh, seemed to be me rounding a corner, uh, as soon as I rounded a corner, uh, it went from almost silence to walking uh into a crowd uh and it sounded like a football stadium At 3 30 4 o'clock in the morning and i was blown away there the um there, there must have been ten thousand people waiting in line and i i was literally uh shocked And, uh, so I waited for almost two hours to get through the TSA checkpoint. Of course, missing my flight. Uh, and it it was, it was an awful experience. And so there, from that point forward, I started looking for alternate ways to travel, uh, when I needed to. And so I, uh started to fly uh privately and uh so uh, a few months later jumped on a uh dead leg private jet and uh flew to philadelphia and i was hooked (laughs) i literally was hooked Uh, i was like oh my god you know uh this is this is the way a little bit more expensive yeah but uh You don't have to take your shoes off and trust me, you can carry a bottle of water onto the plane. Uh, Again, thank you to uh, bluestarjets.com all of the fine folks over there. Marty. (laughs) Man, you're great. Uh, Certainly appreciate it. And as I said, I thought it would be a little bit warmer out here, but again it's the middle of the night. It's around... uh, a little after three in the morning here we are uh pre-recording the show uh and i don't know it's uh kind of weird being in a real studio but pretty cool uh and of course uh time would tell and and things would figure themselves back to basics uh you know it when i leave chicago it finally decides to warm up back there as well wait what do you do (laughs) what do you do right so uh yeah so it's uh i don't know it's it's about 60 degrees here uh and um it's about 60 degrees there, uh, and I believe uh, the, it's going to be around 70, 75 here today. Same back in Chicago, of course. Knowing my luck, I will—I'm uh, flying back tomorrow evening, and—or uh, actually tomorrow morning, or later this morning rather. Let's call that jet lag. Uh, and. Uh, who knows it'll, it'll be 42 degrees and raining or something like that who knows but nevertheless uh it's good to be out here man i've wasted uh 15 minutes of uh my time talking about how uh, much i despise uh flying commercially uh what's been going on what's been going on with you have you been able to uh get out there and uh use your skills I've uh, been keeping my eye on a lot of things on the uh, internet uh, since I've been uh, back from vacation. A lot of interesting things going on. A lot of interesting people making news, headlines, stuff like that. Stuff to that effect. Uh, one of the things that I noticed uh, last week, of course, was a ramp up in a uh, particular malware. Uh, the week before on sh- show 31, I spoke about uh, an interesting form of ransomware. And that's uh, actually starting to... Uh, this. This new form of malware, actually. It's not ransomware, but uh, true malware. Remote malware. Excuse me. Uh, Sort of remote malware slash Trojan. Infects uh, automatic teller machines. Remotely, of course. Windows-based. And... uh, this little piece of uh, bad news is uh, infecting Windows-based ATMs, thus uh, creating all kinds of havoc. So no longer are thieves uh, physically attacking the ATMs. And, and this, this has been going on a while. This is nothing new. But now, uh, malware is, is specifically targeting ATMs, looking for ATM IDS signatures, stuff like that. Interesting, though, how it how how it's actually uh, written, deployed, executed. It's not like an ATM has a user on the behind the scenes with a mouse clicking atta- attachments or. Anything like that. This is all automated. Interesting stuff nevertheless. Uh you know, we got out uh tried to get out here to uh see the space shuttle tank going down the four or five. <laughs> Missed that. But uh was able to catch a Tom Green flick on the plane, anybody remember the movie Freddy Got Fingered, (laughs) what a funny movie, so here I am flying from uh, Schaumburg to Van Nuys, watching Freddy Got Fingered, (laughs) tweeting to Tom Green, telling him how much I'm enjoying my Saturday night. Uh, but having a good time Uh, I came out here with a couple friends of mine from the uh, shy town thought I'd drag Crash out here so he could uh, see the equipment and check things out and I really (laughs) I really got to get to an In-N-Out burger and get some fries but uh, I don't think we're going to have the time Uh, we actually have to uh split out of here in a few hours, so uh, I think what we're going to do after the show is go and try and find some local fare, grab a bite, grab a few hours sleep, and then uh, head back to Van Nuys and pop out of here and fly back into Schomburg. I have uh, a gathering of people. And I uh, plan on doing some barbecue tomorrow. Later today. Uh, It's interesting. This is the first time I've pre-recorded the show, uh, and I hope it goes well. Uh, And you know, as you know, uh, if you've followed the show and and you have followed me, you know, I'm still uh, sort of learning all of this. This is all new. To me and to you, if you uh, find it interesting, I certainly do. I think it's I think it's kind of a, a pretty cool experience learning how to uh, speak, get your point across, all of that stuff in one go. Uh, One of the things that I do, uh, or one of the things that I've learned how to do now, is um, I wear headphones while I'm doing the show, Uh, and it's kind of cool, because I can uh, hear myself in sort of like a delayed sort of sense, and I also have a little bit of music playing in the background, so it's kind of a kind of cool I I always wondered what uh, you know the uh, DJ person did with the headphones on I guess I don't know Uh, I I guess that's what they do (laughs) Uh, besides uh, malware targeting ATMs uh, there's been a lot of interesting um, things happening uh, lately uh, this past week uh, in particular, there's, uh, this one website, um, who actually trafficked and, uh, stolen account details and stuff like that. Um, and I believe it, uh, it was a dark net website and, uh, come to find out, uh, there were, there were a lot of, uh, criminals using this one particular website. Uh, and the site itself was uh, compromised and the database published along with uh, the transaction details, private messages, pu- uh, public messages. Uh, and uh, it, it seems to not be a good day for any of the visitors or people who have engaged in the criminal activity behind this website. Uh, I believe it was called uh, Nold. The name of the website was Nold. And uh, according to reports, it contained millions of forum posts and private messages detailing illegal activities. Uh, and it really isn't that hard to um, spend a little time in the data dump. To decipher who was doing what. Interesting. The uh, hacker's site was hacked. The hackers were hacked. Or the criminals were hacked. How's that? You know a lot of people take and use the word hackers very loosely. And um, me being an old school hacker. Uh, it sort of bothers me to hear uh, and see in the media and and just common people uh, referring to hackers uh, and and almost every sense and term uh, you know uh, hackers did this and hackers do that and hackers blah 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 and hackers ha 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 and uh, you know I, I've 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 heard it all Yeah, I've been on uh, the trains the elves, the metras uh, back in Chicago and. Damn hackers, this and damn hackers, that. And it's, it's, you know, uh, interesting to hear the uninformed complain about hackers when actually, you know, uh, you know, damn hackers, this. And, and as I said, uh, it's interesting to hear that. Yeah. You know, let me get on my Wi Fi. Well, hey, big news, uh, Uninformed person. Did you know a hacker helped create (laughs) Wi-Fi? Yeah. Uh, You know, and a lot of... And hackers are blamed for everything. From... Refrigerators malfunctioning to god knows what uh and other news China is uh flooding a lot of social media websites with false information is that a surprise to you uh some Harvard uh some people from Harvard actually were doing a study recently and discovered that uh The government of China and uh, a lot of their um, soldiers, cyber soldiers, were writing millions, if not hundreds of millions of posts and stuff to that effect, commenting on social media, disrupting legitimate traffic and ideas. Uh, The the reports uh, go on to say that uh, a lot of the comments and posts made on the uh, social media sites are made to look like they come from ordinary people. Gary King from Harvard's Department of Government was one of the authors of this study. Uh, and it, it's quite, uh, interesting to see, uh, how China has engaged in this t- sort of behavior. Creating disruption everywhere. I don't know. Interesting though. Uh, and other news, uh, are they uh, the archive of a historic. Dude, do, does. A lot of you that listen to this podcast or radio show, uh, you are probably a millennial or younger. And then, of course, there are some of you that are creeping up in age, like me. Uh, an archive detailing a historic hack and the, its fallout has been handed over to the National Museum of Computing in Great Britain. Previously the cache of documents Letters, etc. Kept by uh, Robert Schillman Schillfriend, rather, excuse me Who hacked BT's Prestel system in 1984 He and Steve Gold took control of the uh, system And penetrated the email inbox Belonging to the Duke of Edinburgh Uh, The archive contains detailed information about how the hack was carried out, and so forth. Uh, He goes on to say that he was testing a modem and was typing in random numbers to see if they worked. And uh, Mr. Shroffrin said that uh, one of the numbers actually did work. Uh, he said that the uh, trunk system gave him access to Prestil Prestel, whatever, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, it was basically a text-based computer system developed in the late 70s and early 80s. And it basically, it was uh, it's kind of like an AOL sort of thing back then. Uh, customers would dial in and um, browse content. Uh, it was kind of uh, it was kind of innovative uh, specifically since it was uh, the late 70s, early 80s. And this was done purely by accident. Uh, Mr. Sh- I just have a hard time saying his name. Shifrin? Uh, actually stumbled across the number. The number was 222 222 and the password was 1234 uh, but nevertheless uh, he was able to obtain uh some interesting information in A84 using those highly secure credentials. And if I'm not mistaken, people still use uh, credentials, credentials like that. Interesting. Sometimes it's interesting to uh, look back in time. In that retrospect, uh, let's let's keep the news going with where there's a lot to cover and we are running out of time. Uh, LinkedIn. Anyone here of LinkedIn? Are you on LinkedIn? Do you use LinkedIn? Well, if you are uh, not certain, there, uh, LinkedIn was compromised uh, a, a few years ago, more than a few years ago. I believe it was 2013, 2014. Or as early as 2012, I'm not sure. But it's one of those years. My mind escapes me at this age. (laughs) A uh, hacker claiming to have the login details of millions of users. uh, LinkedIn uh, has been spreading the information around that. uh, He or she does indeed have uh, access to this uh, trove of information. A uh, few security researchers in big cities, such as L.A. and Chicago. You never hear of New York. What's going on in New York? I don't know. I'm going to find out next week. Uh, nevertheless, uh, some security researchers uh, have discovered that, indeed, this uh, new release of information is from that particular uh, data breach way back then. And would you believe that people are still using the same logins? Uh, LinkedIn uh, supposedly reached out to its uh, millions of members and uh, required members that they suspect that have been breached to uh, identify and change their passcode to their account. And of course, if you are following good security practice, you would be changing your passcode every thirty days, anyhow, right? That's what you do, right? Probably not. I uh, reached out to uh, several of my colleagues uh, about that particular incident and uh, informed them about it, and uh, said, "You know, said you guys are changing your passwords frequently, right?" I was met with that bewildered look in their eyes. Like Gummo, are you serious? Change changed my password? And I said, well, you should change it every thirty days. <laughs> like, every thirty days. Uh, yeah. Uh Kevin Mitnick is coming to Chicago. Check him out on Twitter. I tweeted to him welcoming him to the big I was going to say the big apple but to the big city Uh, he will be uh, speaking at the VMware conference go check out Kevin Mitnick's feed register or whatever you have to do and uh, go learn something from a very interesting and uh, very righteous guy Uh, And that's coming up, uh, I believe, uh, May 25th. When is May 25th? I believe that's next Wednesday. Tuesday or Wednesday. When is... uh, Whatever. It's on the 25th. Go see Kevin in Chicago. Uh, He always has something good to uh, demonstrate. And if you don't get a chance to see Kevin in Chicago, check out uh, his YouTube video. Videos. They're certainly interesting. Uh, Again, more news, more bad news coming your way, uh, especially when it comes to the banking system. Uh, Supposedly hackers or criminals, again, the media doesn't know how to get it right, uh, stole millions of dollars, again, on banks. Um... the global banking system is under attack well you know if you go back and look at my twitter feed not saying that you know i i'm some sort of uh oracle or anything like that but you can kind of see anybody with a little common sense and and the right understanding can see what's going on and uh, i believe as far back as january 2015 i was actually tweeting about this this that Uh, In January 2015, the Banco del Ostro was hit. Thieves wound up taking around $12 million out of accounts in Hong Kong, Dubai, New York, and L.A. Uh, SWIFT, or the Society of Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunications, warned customers that two previous attacks against banks in Bangladesh and Vietnam appeared to be part of the wider and highly adaptive campaign uh, the attackers are using malware to circumvent the bank's uh, security system and they're gaining access to the SWIFT networks and again I've been tweeting about that for quite a while but uh, you know, don't take my word for it wait till CNN posts something about it right Or wait till your account is drained. Either way, you have to, uh, if you are leading these institutions, if you are heading up these institutions, you have to set some very aggressive policies in place to prevent this kind of stuff from happening on your networks and inside of your infrastructure. Are you prepared for that? Is your company prepared for that? Is your company prepared for a data breach? Is your bank prepared for that? Have you spoken to your bank? I said that really high and shrilly. Have you spoken to your bank? What's your bank going to do if uh, they experience or encounter a data breach? Yeah, your account is federally insured to $100,000, but what if you have more than $100,000 in your account? Do you automatically lose in that regard? Don't oh, know, I've been unusually thirsty since I landed. I know they they say not to drink while you're speaking into a microphone, but uh well no, it's like a chalky, dusty feeling out here. Uh but you've gotta understand, folks, that this is going on every second of uh the day and uh y- It would behoove you to at least uh, ask some questions. Specifically, if you are tasked with protecting uh, a company's vital assets. You know, attending a conference just like a... uh, uh, Swordsman or whatever the hell. That's just not going to do it anymore. Uh, Suffice to say that you need to get involved... And understand what's going on and how to prevent and mitigate uh, these sort of uh, issues from uh, taking place. Speaking of taking place, guess what? It's that time of year again. Uh, what time of year is that? It's the Black Hat Conference coming up very soon. it's going to be taking place july 30th through the through august the 4th at the mandalay bay in las vegas you can see more or get more information at blackhat.com www.blackhat.com or wait a minute let me back up let me say it like i'm in the 90s you can visit http: colon forward slash forward slash www dot dot com. And again, uh, Black Hat is uh, taking place this year in uh, Vegas, Mandalay Bay, July thirtieth through August the fourth. Check that out. Go to their website register to find out what's going on get involved see what's happening out there i believe black hat is before the defcon conference is that is that what it is 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 it before or after def it's, it's what it's around that time that DEF CON is uh doing their thing uh and every year for the past 10 years or so it seems that something interesting and exciting comes out of black Hat that makes the news cycles check it out check it out seriously check it out it's worth a uh it's worth a check Uh, From my understanding, there are a lot of talented, extremely talented individuals that uh, are are either in attendance or that are speaking at the conference. And again, uh, I will be at uh, the Hackers on Planet Earth conference this year in New York City. I don't know if I'm going to go to uh, Black Hat. not that I don't want to. I, it, it's uh it's just so large. It's such a large event. And there's now there's uh thousands of thousands of thousands of uh people in attendance out at Black Hat. And again, I will be going to the Hackers on Planet Earth conference. That's in July, in New York. What is the Hackers on Planet Earth conference? Well, you know, uh, I've been, I've been listening to uh, these guys ever since I was a kid. <laughs> uh, the guys over at Twenty Six Hundred. Uh, uh, 2600.com actually you can uh, listen to their um, shows I believe they do uh, two shows one of them is called Off the Hook and one of them is called Off the Wall and I've been listening to their shows uh, since I was a kid and they put on a conference. I believe this is the eleventh one. It takes place every two years. Uh, that's what makes. That's what I like about the the Hope conferences. Uh, and I believe I spoke about it on show thirty-one. Uh, it's actually what I like about going to the Hope conference is that it's not an every year thing. It's every two years. You know because you know. A lot of people, including myself, you know, we we just don't have time to be constantly attending conferences. You know, I myself, you know, I like to be uh, hands-on in the trenches, doing and learning. The 11th Hope will take place uh, July the 22nd, July the 23rd, and the 24th. It'll be at the Hotel Pennsylvania in New York City. HOPE stands for Hackers on Planet Earth. One of the most creative and diverse hacker events in the world. Uh, It's been going since 1994. Uh, It's going to take place over the span of three days, uh, as I said, uh, at the Hotel Penn. Personally, I am not staying at the Hotel Pen. Last time I stayed at the Hotel Pen, it was, ugh. I and mean, if you want to know what I think about the Hotel Pen, listen to show 31. Uh, It's really good, too. Uh, I really enjoy going to the Hope Conference. They, uh, yeah. Am I plugging it? Maybe. Maybe I am plugging the conference. It's, it's that good of a conference. It's where I saw... Uh, it's where I've met... Uh, Friends that have been lifelong friends. Uh, There are huge spaces, hackerspace villages, lockpicking villages, vendors, art, vintage machines, robots, all kinds of fun stuff that uh, a hacker can get into. Uh, And it's right in the downtown Manhattan. I love it. I certainly do and again, I usually stay in New Jersey and take the train uh, To Penn Station and I jump off of the train at Penn Station and walk up the stairs and boom I'm right there Uh, Tickets go on sale you can uh, go to the 2600 store You can also find out more at hope.net, H-O-P-E dot N-E-T. hope.net, really an amazing conference and I do encourage you to attend. I will be attending uh, and uh, I will be there with uh, my entourage this year. I hope to see you there. Please go and support these guys. Uh, they are a wonderful group of uh, guys that put this uh, conference together and support support them support their website their radio show all of that fun stuff uh, 2600.com really great guys I remember when I was about 18 I think I was 18 or 19 I uh, was listening to the show. And uh, back then I actually had to, you know, I'm dating myself as usual, but uh, I was listening to the show uh, on shortwave radio and it was a real, it was a, it was a hacked connection at best and it sounded like I was listening to the show in a tin can. I believe they, I can't remember the name of the station, I think it was WB... AI, <laughs> and I would, uh, I would do my best to listen to that show every week. I haven't listened to the show in quite a while, but uh, what a wonder, wonderful, wonderful group of uh, people they are. Uh, no surprise here. Uh, the United States government. Uh, claims that it um, has seen evidence that uh, criminals, who they are, who they, who the government is calling hackers, uh, from foreign governments, are snooping in on the presidential uh, candidates. At least that's uh, what what uh, one of the intelligence uh, shot callers are saying. The activity follows a pattern of uh, the last two presidential elections. Again, according to the uh, nation's top intelligence chief. Uh, James Clapper, director of the National Intelligence Agency, said that uh, they have already seen some indications of uh, hacking. Clapper predicts that they'll probably have more. Uh, Also, Clapper's office released uh, some documents earlier in the month saying that foreign intelligence services tracked the 2008 presidential election cycle. You know, I I, I don't think it's without any surprise that other uh, foreign intelligence agencies are keeping an eye on um, any uh, any election that's going on anywhere in the country, or in the world, rather. Not to be outdone, uh, a new revelation also claims that... uh, Websites are now tracking you using a technique called audio fingerprinting. New research into web uh, tracing technologies have found that some websites are actually using audio fingerprinting to identify uh, users. Uh, you know, I, I'm, we're running out of time here, so take a look at that uh, interesting topic uh, audio fingerprinting. That's that's certainly interesting. Uh, and if you've been following me on Twitter, you you'll see a, a cool little device that uh, I tweeted last last Wednesday. Uh, and it's pretty cool. Uh, it's made by a company called Iridium. Uh, if you don't know what Iridium is, Iridium is basically a uh, a satellite company, uh, and. A, a, they used to uh, only make satellite phones, but now uh, they're, they're definitely, uh, they've been through bankruptcy and they, they ha- they've had their ups and downs, or, um, but uh, again, do a little diligence and you'll find out all you need to know about Iridium. Iridium.com One of the uh, cool little devices that I spoke about was the Iridium Go. Uh, basically, the Iridium Go provides global voice and text messaging solutions for a smartphone or, or tablet. Uh, it also offers enhanced data capabilities. Basically, you can transform your smartphone or tablet or what i've done in uh, my my instances is uh, i've transformed an ipod into a satellite enabled device uh it works quite well it's small powerful with one of uh and with one of the smallest form factors in the industry uh the iridium go is is ruggedly engineered I'm reading from their website, of course. Uh, Military-grade durability, ingress protection, rating of IP65, dust-proof, shock-resistant, and jet-water-resistant device. Uh, And again, it makes your device... uh, Capable from anywhere. Even even a, a cave inside of uh a mountain in the middle of nowhere, uh, you can get online and download transmit. <laughs> God, what a cheesy plug that was. But uh check it out. It's called the Iridium Go. It's a cool little device. Uh I know a lot of you uh Listeners uh, like to tune into the, the show here for some of the gadget speak, and uh, hey, I don't want to disappoint you because I, I kind of uh, dig gadgets myself. Uh, and we, gosh, we're running out of time here. Uh, the last gadget that I want to speak about uh, is the Raspberry Pi model. It's the actually it's the latest model out there. It's the Raspberry Pi three model B. Very cool device. Um, it's, uh, you know, the, if you know what a Raspberry Pi is, a Raspberry Pi is a credit card sized, uh, full, full stack computer, uh, and on the, uh, Actually, I'm going to be building a supercomputer out of some Pi's later in the year. Uh, but the, the Pi Model B 3 uh, now has a quad-core Broadcom BCM 2837 64-bit processor. That's right, 64-bit processor. Uh, pr- and it's uh, running at 1.2 gigahertz. built-in Wi-Fi. Built-in Wi-Fi. That's pretty cool. Was that? Broadcom? Uh, BLE, Bluetooth Low Energy. On board. Uh, other technical specifications include a 40-pin extended GPTO. Uh, four USB 2 ports. Four-pole stereo output. Composite video port. Full-size HDMI. Output so you can connect it to a television of course Um, CSI camera port DSI display port Micro SD port for loading your operating system and storing your data Upgraded switched micro USB power source It's a very low um, very very low powered uh, computer Believe they run on 5 volts 5.4 volts if I'm not mistaken uh, you can you can check that out uh, I know I purchased my Raspberry Pis from a company called element 14 but uh, you can purchase them almost anywhere online Uh, I don't know. I'd like to hear from you. Do you have a Raspberry Pi? What do you do with your Raspberry Pi? Are you using it? What are you using it for? Uh, Remember, folks, next week I will be in New York for show number 33. 33. I'm on my uh, annual road trip. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, the following week, I will be in Miami. Doing this show. Uh, and I wanted to, again, uh, wanted to thank everybody who, may, who who helps me put this thing together. Uh, we are not going anywhere. We 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 are having a good time. I'm having a great time doing this uh, show. Uh, I am meeting a lot of interesting people, and um, I get to discover a lot of new things and share some of some old knowledge with you. Um having having a having a good time nevertheless it's 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 certainly a fun experience i wanted to thank apple and stone at appleandstone.com really folks check these guys out they are they are truly amazing artists uh they 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 really put some they really they they take their time in creating some really fantastic music you know, now if ambient chill out music isn't your thing, it's not—it's not specifically or necessarily ambient chill out music. Uh, it's these guys kind of—I guess—they have to classify themselves as something, and so that's what they call themselves. But they're—they're uh, they're really amazing artists, and I—I I certainly recommend uh, them hands down, even if you're just uh, sitting back on a lazy Sunday. And you want uh, some cool music to sit back and chill out with? Uh, this would be the group. Check them out: on dot Apple and Stone. They're also on Twitter. Check them out. I believe I've tweeted about them a few times. Uh, just swing in, say hey to, say hey, or whatever. Again. Uh, Props to Blue Star Jets, uh, Tez, Black Damage, We Films, all of you guys. Thank you. Uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, kicking off some barbecue. So that means we are going to go and try and grab an... I, I want to grab something from In-N-Out Burger. I hear the fries are fantastic. So I want to go grab some fries and then get out of here. Uh, and we will be back for show number 33 next week I'm your host gummo if you want to get in touch with me uh, you can go to twitter.com forward slash gummo g-u-m-m-o x-x-x you can also uh, email me at gummo g-u-m-m-o at Xxx. Uh, I'm there as well and I certainly appreciate uh, your support your comments your questions uh and and thank you for listening and tuning in uh and and again if you have questions comments concerns even if you want to yell at me or gripe about something please feel free to reach out and uh tell me let me know uh we will be back next week with some more news updates some more gadget speak maybe a few more bits about malware <laughs> viruses whatever whatever But until then, this is uh, Gummo on my very short, short, short trip to L.A. And uh, looking forward to uh, kicking off some barbecue in a few hours in Chicago. (laughs) Nevertheless, thanks, uh, everyone, for tuning in. I will see you all back here next week for Show 33. This is Gummo, and we'll see you later. Have a good evening, or in my case, a good morning. See you next week i